Hello, how are you doing, ladies and gentlemen? This is Rasheel Dixon from MindworthyInfo.com, and welcome and welcome to our first episode of You Are God, the show where we break down the Bible and we show you how it plays a role in your life. And every day now, you are living through Scripture, and our Scripture has been misinterpreted, and people think that this God in the sky, far, far, far away, is going to help them. When really they are the God. You are the God that the Bible speaks about as the ancient mystics talked about it. And that is why I am is the name of God and will forever be the name of God because you are God. And most people forget that. Today's episode, and this is actually our first episode of many. And we hope that you spread the word with your friends because we're going to speak about a bunch of mystical things and things that will affect your life and things that you can look around and see how it is playing a major role in your life. So, ladies and gentlemen, without no further ado, let's get into the show. And let's talk about how you are God. And your goal should be to see the face of God. Every day, people wonder, when will God come? What does God look like? Does God have blue eyes, blonde hair? Does God has black skin. His People will go to the Bible and say, well, it says his feet is like bronze and this is who he is. So many people have it wrong. So many people are fighting for something that they will never understand. And it's sad. I see people think that Jesus is going to pop up out of the sky not knowing that this Jesus is already there and it's within them. But they are looking to the wrong God. But before we get to that, we will get to Jesus. We will do everything. Just stay tuned to this podcast because it's going to be filled with so much information. You will learn so much. And before we go on, you have to forget what you have previously been told. Yes, I'm going to tell you. Forget what you have previously been told because everything you have been told, I will eventually probably make you feel like it has been told to you in a form of a lie. Many people have accused me of speaking blasphemy. Many people have accused me of speaking nonsense because, you know, it's hard when you are told so many things about God growing up and then someone comes along and says, you're wrong. You're wrong. But no one is right or wrong. You can keep praying to an outside God and see if this God will help you. When you understand the Bible and understand the spiritual context and understand spirituality. Like, I will see people go and try to do a spell or try to do magic and pray to another God and pray to this God, that God, and a million gods, not knowing that the magic is already inside you. All you have to do is look in and pray to that God which is in you. You are the God of Israel. You are the Elohim. If you understand what Elohim means, El in Hebrew means deity or God. The Lohim makes it plural, so that adds more than one God. And when I address human beings and I'm in a place or somewhere, I say to myself, the Elohims are here, the gods. And I speak of the gods as in every person who I come across, because we all are gods. I will also teach you the law and how to help yourself, and how these laws will help you, and the laws of the mind, and all these laws, the power that they hold in your life, because these are powerful workings, powerful teachings, family. Brothers and sisters, I want you to understand it, how powerful this is. And every day you're playing a spell on yourself, but you're not aware of it, because life 
has gotten into the way. But we are going to undo everything that you may have been told. Everything that might have been bad and something that might have ruined you. We're going to unruin that because you are the Lord. And I want to bring your attention to Numbers chapter 6, verse 25 to 26. The Lord makes his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Now, a Christian will probably tell you something else and tell you how his countenance is good and how lift up to the Lord, look up to the sky and how the Lord will give you all this peace. But they will never tell you what the word countenance means. Countenance within the Hebrew language means face or it means or depending on how you use it in the form of speech it can also means brightness and I've also heard people use it as a word that's interchangeably it's interchangeable with wisdom but here we're going to use it as face which that's what it means and if you understand countenance his face on you and give you peace who is his face you got to understand how the Bible is written it is written by illumined men who understood a lot about life and who studied life, studied spirituality, studied science, and understood what and how all of these things play in the course or the existence of man and countenance his face. This countenance, this face that we're talking about is your face. You are the face of God and give you peace. When you understand this, the Lord, Lord, what does that mean in biblical language? Lord means leader, authority, the one with power, the authoritative figure that will lead. And now the Bible is written in a lot of different forms and different figures of speech. And if you understand this, You'll understand exactly how the Lord has shined his countenance upon you. Man has given every domain in nature, whether it's the stars in the sky, whether it is the wind that goes by, or whether it is that tear that falls from your eye. Man has given that uh, uh, attribute of God. Everything is God. It's God. And really this God, whether it's the aspects of nature or it's in you or it's anywhere else, it's talking about you. But most people don't think this because most people have given their life to a God who doesn't exist. And they keep on saying, God loves me. No matter how much your life is going to hell, God loves me. God loves me. I'm going to tell you something about the Bible. And this is what I had to learn when I started studying it from a mystical, spiritual perspective. You have to understand that. A lot of the Bible has been translated from Hebrew into English. And a lot of the words don't make sense when you translate it to English. So it will mean something else. It's just like if we look at the word Yira, the Hebrew word Yira, Y-I-R-A-H. In Hebrew, this word Yira means reverence. It means, you know, honor. It means Anything where you revere or you honor, but when you translate this word into English, my friends, it means fear. So now, when people think of God, they think of their Lord, they say, I'm a God-fearing man. I'm, a, I'm someone who fears my God. I fear this, God-fearing. How could someone fear their creator? See, that always, never, that never settled 
right within me. I always would question that. And if you ask a Christian or you go to church and you ask them this question, they will quickly come up with a nonsense answer. And an answer that I would say is bullshit. They will say, well, don't question the Lord. Don't question God because they don't have an answer. So when someone doesn't have an answer, they come up with some other way to divert from the original question that is being asked. So now, when you understand how Yira, when it gets translated into English, it breaks down into fear. And you say, hmm, fear? So now people are walking around saying, I'm a God-fearing man. I fear the Lord and their law. So you now you're saying you fear your creator. <laughs>